Welcome to the Financial Groundwork Podcast with Sal and Tanaka. We are financial professionals committed to providing you with the baseline you need to properly take care of your personal finances. Everything from budgets, savings, investing, retirement, and many other topics. Our podcast caters to anyone and everyone. So tell your friends to tell their friends and their grandmothers that were so excited and want to help you make the most educated financial decisions you possibly can. And without further ado, on to the show. What's going on, everyone? Thank you for tuning into our first show at the Financial Groundwork Podcast. We want to start by introducing ourselves and give you all some line of sight as to what we do. This will give you an idea of the people behind the mics here at this podcast. So I'll start us off here. My name's Salvador Perez, Sal for short. I'm a financial advisor for a firm out of Indiana. And previous to that, I was a manager on the brokerage desk at Vanguard. A bit on my background, I actually grew up in Orlando, Florida, playing soccer my whole life. Uh, I got an opportunity to play at a boarding school in Minnesota, which I spent my last two years of high school at, which was a major culture change from Orlando, Florida. And from there, I went on to get my undergrad at Winthrop University in Rock Hill, South Carolina. What about you, Tanaka? Well, hello, everyone. My name is Tanaka. So during the week, I'm a personal finance professor at Texas Tech University. And I am also a PhD student in personal finance at Texas Tech. And, uh, you know, knock on wood, I'll graduate next year. So over the weekend, I am a finance coach. I love people. So I just hang out with good people trying to, you know, make better financial goals with ease. So I help them through that. And it's a lot of fun. And a little bit about me. I am from Africa. I'm actually from Zimbabwe. So if you can hear the accent, don't hold it against me. It's just the Africa in me. So something that we like to do or something that I like to do is whenever I meet new people, because I'm nosy like that, I want to know, uh, you know, what their first money memory is. So it's a really good icebreaker, especially if I'm having clients and I'm trying to get to know them. So, you know, we talk about money first money experiences, and I wanted us to try it on this podcast, Sal. So I'll, I'll start us off. So for me, uh, when I was young, I used to like candy a lot. But my parents didn't keep candy in the house because it was bad for you. So, you know, if you had to buy candy, you had to buy it at the corner store, uh, but you needed money to do that. And I didn't work, and that means I didn't have money. So I would go and ask my dad for money. And every time I try and say this in an African accent, he would say money doesn't grow on trees. So <laughs> uh, I had to figure out. So if money doesn't grow on trees, where can I get money? So, you know, we had a deal. I had to work and help out around the house so that I would get an allowance to buy candy. And that allowance only came once a month, by the way, like, now looking back these guys were really robbing me because i think i was paid like five dollars the whole month these guys yeah, it's child labor so <laughs> yeah so i had I, I had to make sure that that money lasted every like week so every friday i'll go and buy candy 
So I had to make sure that I had enough money for every Friday of the month because I only get paid once. So that's my childhood money story. And from that, you know, my behaviors as a grown up now have been, you know, if I want something, maybe it's a pair of shoes, maybe, you know, I want to go out to eat. I feel like I have to work for it, even though sometimes I don't have to work for it. But that's just a money habit that was instilled in me when I was younger. So, uh, you know, have you thought about yours? Well, what's your money story, Sal? Oh, man, my money story. That's, uh, you know, before I even get into mine, I'll say, knowing you in college, it doesn't surprise me at all that that was your money story. Because I, you know, for the viewers listening, Tanaka would have candy every <laughs> single time I saw her. Every single time she would have candy. So, you know, my, my first money story goes back to when I was like 14, 15 years old. It was the summer before I was heading off to boarding school. Um I needed some money to, to take care of my living expenses as I went up to Minnesota. And I got a job working with my friend's dad who owned a company called Ratbag. Um, what Ratbag did is they took a whole bunch of luggages and they would wrap it in plastic for international flights, right? I didn't know this at the time. I was only 14, 15, but for a lot of people, apparently it was very common to have things stolen out of their luggages. So what this company would do is they would wrap it in plastic. So the flyers, if something did, someone go, did actually go into their bag, you know, they would have proof of like, hey, they actually had to try and cut it with a knife or something because it's so wrapped tightly. Um, so part of the issue with international flights is they would fly at ridiculous hours, like 1 a.m. or 4 a.m. or 7 a.m. And it was all throughout the day. And I swear for two months, I didn't have a full eight hours of sleep at all. It was all naps throughout the day, like nap from 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. or whatever the case is. And it was insane. So, you know, that really taught me the value of like hard earned money. Uh, it was my first real job. And the money I got was important because I knew that's what I was going to be living off of when I go to boarding school for at least a short period of time. And it was the first time I genuinely had to be responsible with it and not just blow it on Yu-Gi-Oh or Pokemon cards at the time. And, you know, I look back at that experience and, and I realize now with a career in my actual, you know, job and getting, you know, the money I do, I so frugal with it. And I think it just set the tone for everything to come just off of that one experience. So I think, uh, you know, it all comes full circle at the end of the day. Um, so Tanaka, question for you here. Okay. Why financial planning? What made you go down this career path? Oof, that's a really good question. Uh, well, maybe because it pays well, like I'm in it for the money. Uh, <laughs> just <laughs> kidding. But yeah, just looking at financial planning, I was raised in a country where the economy is so notoriously weak. So, you know, most people like uh, they don't even have funeral funds. Like we don't really plan our financial, you know, uh, stuff back home. Like most people don't do that. And just the idea of long term financial planning is a largely foreign concept. And this is what got me in the profession in the first place, right? I was given an opportunity to come to America and study. And I just so happened to fall in love with personal finance because I realized, wait, that's something we don't really talk about back home, right? That's something that most people don't offer as education. So 
you know, I was an accounting major and I had to make the call back home. Right now I'm talking to the guy who says money doesn't grow on trees and I want to change my major. So, <laughs> you know, I make that awkward call. So, dad, I don't think I want to be an accountant anymore. I have fallen in love with personal finance. And uh, surprisingly, my dad actually thought finance was a better career than accounting you know you could have you could have told me at the beginning that it wasn't (laughs) going to work so but yeah he thought my personality didn't really fit into uh accounting so me making the shift to finance was better but then what he didn't realize he just thought i was shifting to finance what he didn't realize is i was switching to personal finance then we got to the conversation like oh who's going to listen to you tell you about (laughs) how to spend their money like it doesn't make sense you're too young for this so then we had to have to we had to have conversations about that right so now you see how you know personal finance is just a foreign concept even my parents didn't understand why I had to make the shift so now being in uh, undergrad and doing my master's and now my PhD you know, I have realized it's, it's something that I really like. I mean, personal financial, because I am, I think that's my first husband. I am really <laughs> passionately in love with personal finance and helping people. And also selfishly, it makes me feel good when I help people. So I wanted something, you know, it, it, financial planning has become something that fulfills both my brain and my heart. So, you know, since just realizing these uh, in my undergrad and having, you know, to go through it with uh, like-minded people uh, in the program, you know, I have accrued many talents and abilities, and I feel like those talents and abilities should be dedicated to service. They should be dedicated to helping people. And I don't see any other way I can really live with myself and be happy. This is something that I have to do. And just knowing that many people face great trials in life, you know, the idea of just assisting them and actually seeing them do well and achieve their goals is just so inspiring and motivating. So why are you in financial planning, Sal? Oh, man, that's, uh, you know, that's a long story. But to make it short, I came into college wanting to do political science. Right. I had law school in my head from a very, very young age. You know, I come from a Hispanic household um, and very similar. I'm sure Tanaka with, you know, your family, you have a very similar background. But it's like you grow up and you you're told you're going to be a doctor, a lawyer or an engineer. Right. Everything else is off table. So for a long time, I kind of had it engraved in me that I'm going to be a lawyer. Well, I got into the degree and I turned, you know, found out very, very quickly. I just didn't like it. It just wasn't for me. And, you know, I thought I thought I would have been a great lawyer, right? Because I had this knack for debate and I've had this knack for arguing and you know, logical thinking. But once I got into the thick of it, it, just, it didn't turn me on. Honestly, that's that's what it came down to. It got even worse when I took an internship at this law firm. I'm not going to say the name, but I took this internship <laughs> at the law firm. And I just found it such a dirty game. I just thought it was a dirty, dirty game. And I'm not, that's not to say all law firms are like that, but you know, it was just unfortunate that that's the very first experience I had with it and it turned me off of it. So flash forward a bit, my, uh, my advisor turns out to be the head of the financial planning 
uh, department, which we both had. And that's actually kind of how we met with Dr. Gibson. Um, but I ended up choosing financial planning because I'm passionate about helping others people and meeting their goals. And honestly, more importantly than that, I love to very similar to educate them on it, right? It's one thing to help them, but it's another thing to teach them on to how they can do it. And for me growing up in the American school system, I think personal finance is so underemphasized. It's, in my personal opinion, it's just where the country lets down, right? It, it failed us in the sense of that personal finance of so what's lacking because that's something everyone should have as a baseline, right? And I think it goes back to what we were talking about earlier about these taboos or these stigmas of like, um, you need this great sum of money to be very wealthy. Like if you're not making six figures, you can't be wealthy, right? And that's just not even close to being true. And, you know, that's something that I'm passionate about bringing to other people and showing them that, listen, it's all about decisions and sacrifices, but trust me, anyone can be wealthy. And that's just fact. That's true. That's really true. So, you know, now we have determined uh, where we are similar and why we love financial planning. But I'm sure there's people out there wondering, how did you guys meet? Like, how did this African sounding girl... uh, you know, end up, you know, having a col- to collaborate with uh, a soccer player. How, how did that happen? So how did we meet? Oof. You know, for, for those listening, Tanaka and I are like a cat and dog, just so you guys <laughs> know. I'm very, I'm, I'm like the optimist. I think everything's going to work out. And then Tanaka loves to humble me because she's the realist. Right. She's always she's always she always keeps it 100. And I think that's why we get along so well, because we balance each other tremendously well. So we actually met in our undergrad at Winthrop University with uh, Dr. Gibson and Dr. Chang and Dr. Carroll. Um, so we had a tight knit group of financial planning majors and we virtually carried each other, literally dragged each other through the degree because it kicked our ass. But uh, we would always talk about collaborating on something down the line, whether it was, hey, we should go, you know, build start our own firm or you know we're, we were always like hey we're we're all too smart to not leverage each other and not not do something good for for the community so you know turns out Tanaka and I decided to put this podcast together to just help educate others and you know that's how that's how the story goes it's funny how this all comes back full circle so yeah and I don't know if you remember this Sal, but our final project in Capstone we did it together with uh, our other partner Joey. Uh shout out to Joey out there I know you're listening. So <laughs> yeah so we yeah we literally carried each other to the finish line and it was uh lots of sleepless nights we used to sleep in a lab at one point in time and we used to be so high on candy as well i'll bring the candy every time and we just munch on that just to you know keep our energy levels up so yeah yeah, that's just that's just how we met so tanakas in your own opinion what are you hoping that our viewers take away from this podcast Uh, So from this platform, from this podcast, I want anyone and everyone to, you know, get the simplest plain English introduction to what personal finance is, right? Because I, you know, I meet different types of students in in some of my classes and just coming to classes is just so intimidating for them. 
because they're thinking, oh my God, this is so broad. There's just too much to do. So we want this to be a platform where everyone can come and get their basic knowledge. And then if they decide they want to move on up with, with all the financial education, then you know they can do it, right? Financial education is not something that is normalized. Right. Even if you look on social media, yeah. not a lot of people talk about personal finance, but it's funny because it's something that everyone needs. So I hope from this, right, that people what people take away is that, you know, uh, financial education is not scary. It's actually pretty simple. So just join us and have conversations with us. And we'll also break taboos. I come from a country where people don't really talk about money. It's rude to ask people, how much do you make? You know, so we want to break those habits, right? People should normalize talking about money. People should talk about money with their significant others, uh, people should talk about money with their parents. People should talk about money with their friends. And it should be something that is easy because through talking to each other, through uh, knowing about other people's experiences, we get to even learn better. So we'll yeah, talk about think, that. I think it's it's crazy. You know, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier of like, you know, if they don't teach it to you in school. If yes. you can't have that conversation with your family, or if you can't have that conversation with your girlfriend, you know, where are you supposed to learn this? Yes. You know, one of the most important aspects of our life, where are you supposed to learn it? Yeah. So. Yeah. That's, that, that's so true. And also just give a personal, you know, professional perspective, you know, how can you generate wealth? How can you save more? What is it that you need to do? What resources are available to you? Are they free? Are they, you know, do you have to pay for them? I feel like most people need to know that because the news and social media sometimes can be very misleading. So we need to be real about these things and actually talk about them so that they don't come back to haunt us in the future. And also, I know there's some ambitious people out there who are maybe trying to figure out what their next career move is. And, you know, financial planning is a really good career. It pays well. So if that's something, you know, you want to learn about, we'll talk about it, how to get the degrees, how to get the certifications and how long it takes. So we'll be taking you through that. That's what we expect or that's what we want to achieve uh, through this podcast. Awesome. 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 And, you know, I think uh, over time with, through this podcast, I think anyone, everyone, you know, no matter where your financial education level is at or where, where you rate yourself in terms of financial literacy, you know, there's always going to be something to take from, especially if it's just a different perspective, which I think is very valid, especially because you're going through your PhD right now. Yeah. I just, you know, I joined corporate finance, climbed the corporate ladder relatively quickly, and now on to personal finance, you know, CFP marks kicking in July. I think, you know, having them experience that with us is going to go a long way for anyone. So That's guys, true. that brings Guys, that brings us to the end of our podcast. Um, thank you for tuning into our first show. We look forward to getting to know all of you and hearing any questions or submissions you guys have. If you guys want to keep up with us and follow us, my Instagram, just about all my social media info is Finlit with Sal. Please, please, please go follow, subscribe to the YouTube. And then Tanaka, you want to drop your handle in there? 
so I have a blog uh, called Tanaka's Financial Corner. So if you just Google tanakasfinancialcorner.com, I have written many things on personal finance. If you want to go read about it, go read about it there. And on Instagram, you can find me, uh, Tanaka's Financial Corner as well. Yeah, if you have any questions, just send us uh, your DMs and we would love to you know, chat about personal finance. Absolutely. And if Instagram's not really your thing, guys, we have an email uh, that you're more than welcome to to email us in with questions or, you know, ideas um, that you would like to see us talk about on the podcast at the financial groundwork podcast at gmail.com. So with that being said, guys, take care and we'll see you guys next time. All right. See you guys next time. Bye.